0: Because if you really want something, you are going to make time. So you need to go to your calendars right now and carve out that time. If it is before your kids wake up and you have to wake up at four in the morning to do it, then sorry, that's what you're going to have to do.
1: This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results you're listening to wholesaling inc the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling
0: hey what's up guys my name is lauren hardy and today i'm gonna talk about why i think most aspiring business owners fail at achieving their goals So this is coming from the perspective of someone who's been a business owner for almost a decade. I've actually been an entrepreneur longer than I've worked at a job at this point. I became an entrepreneur when I was 25 years old, and I'm now 35. So I actually have been an entrepreneur longer, which is funny. It just hit me today that that is a fact. And this is also coming from somebody who has coached over 350 students in a coaching program geared to uh, aspiring wholesalers, virtual wholesalers. So I've got a lot of experience talking with different types of people, You know, understanding their psychology. And in this episode, I, I just want to get into sort of what some of my observations are, because I notice that there are some key psychological factors that go into reaching your goals. So why do I think that some, you know, aspiring business owners fail at reaching your goals? The first reason is that I think the word "goal" needs to be erased from their vocabulary. I actually hate that word, and I don't use the word "goals" for myself. I feel like it's kind of a wishful thinking when when someone says, "Man, that's my goal," or "Oh, that's couple goals," or "That's that's hashtag goals," right? it's like wishful thinking. It's this pie in the sky term. It's something that I don't think you really think is going to happen, but it would be nice if it did. So I think the fact that you're identifying becoming a wholesaler or starting this business as a goal is your first problem. Instead of using the word goal, I like to say mission critical, meaning if this does not happen, if I don't complete this mission, I'm going to die. I basically frame it in my brain that way. I am going to die. Fluffy goals do not motivate me enough to hold myself accountable to doing the tasks that it is required to successfully starting this you know business or successfully opening up this business. Goals just don't do that for me. I need my back against the wall. So in my mind, I need to frame it already from that position that my back is against the wall. And if I do not achieve this mission, I'm going to die or there's going to be some someone's going to pay. There is going to be a massive consequence that I am not going to like if this doesn't happen. To successfully start a business and actually generate revenue, because like anybody can start a business, okay? But I mean, actually generate revenue successfully and make this business, you know, an actual business. You need to be motivated enough to do it. And for me, having a goal, that mindset is just not enough for me. So let's now get into how do you get yourself motivated enough to be able to hold yourself accountable? So in my experience you know with consulting you know with aspiring business owners, what I noticed is the ones that never really like made this business come to fruition is because they didn't really have their back against the wall or they there wasn't really some kind of external motivating factor that was pushing them to, really start this business. On the other hand, every successful student that I had go through my coaching program and and anyone I knew that was a successful entrepreneur, me, myself, we had some sort of adversity that we were trying to overcome. Our backs were against the wall. It might be in in a financial mean, you just need to make more money. Like it might be that, you know, or it might be, you just hate your full-time job and, and your boss is horrible. And if you need to do this, you know, for the rest of your life that just sounds like living in misery. Whatever it is, there needs to be some type of motivation. But what if you don't have any type of external motivation? So I've seen this a lot, right? Where someone comes to me, they want to start a wholesaling business, they join my coaching program, but you know, they have a pretty sweet gig as it is. they They've got a full-time job. It's a really reliable salary. They make pretty good money as it is. They even kind of like the job. You know, there's nothing really pushing them to do this. It's more that it just sounds cool to have some extra income. What do you do when you don't really have that fire underneath you. Well, I'm going to tell you a story of myself, okay? So this is a personal thing. Right now, I've got this idea. I've got this business I want to start. I haven't quite done it yet, right? And I am not, I don't have any external motivation that's going to make me do it. I already make pretty good money. I've owned a couple of businesses that are successful. I've got a good life. You know, I've got a great gig here. I've got a good gig already. I don't have anything that's forcing me to do it and motivating me enough. Nothing life or death. No real critical reason why I need to get this done. So I had to start getting really creative because I want to do this business really bad. I really, really do. And I I had to start getting really creative and I had to create external motivations for myself. So what I chose to do I had a car repair that I have to make, okay? I had a dog in my car, the dog chewed up some electrical wire, and now I cannot listen to any sound in my car. It destroyed all the sound. I can't listen to the radio. I can't connect Bluetooth into the to the sound. No sound in my car. So when I'm in my car, I have to like listen to music through my actual iPhone on speaker. It is awful. And I was going to go get the thing fixed. It's it's a pretty expensive repair. Volvo quoted me $2,200 for this repair. It's insane, right? And I thought, gosh, okay, that's a lot of money. Maybe I'll get a better price somewhere else. I should probably shop around because I kind of had a feeling that I was getting ripped off. But that's besides the point. At the same time, I have been really heavily educating myself on this new business idea that I want to do. And I mean, I'm in it. I'm in a mentorship program. I am like, I want to do this, but I haven't actually taken action yet. Okay. I haven't taken action yet. And again, I think part of it is like, I'm too busy. There's a time factor, but that's no excuse. Like make the time. Like if you really want this, I'm going to make the time, right? Well, how do I get myself motivated enough? So what I, my creative idea was, I said, I am not going to get my car repaired until I take action and actually start taking the action that I need to start this business. So I have a couple hoops I have to jump through before I can actually take action, but I need to get through those. And when I do that, I'm going to reward myself by getting my car fixed. So sometimes when you find that you don't really have a huge external motivator, like when you sit back and you go, why haven't I started my wholesaling business? Why have I not submitted one offer on one property yet? And really ask yourself why you haven't. Is it because you're scared? Is it because you're just not that motivated? Why are you not holding yourself accountable to doing this? you might just find that you're not motivated enough and sometimes you're going to have to be creative. So tell yourself, well, okay, what if I can't watch TV at all until I submit my first offer? You've got to be creative and you've got to do something that's going to motivate you to take that action. So next up is how do you hold yourself accountable to doing those actions, those everyday money-making activities that are going to eventually generate revenue? So What I do, what I did in this situation is I look at my calendar and I use Google calendars and I started time blocking two hours a day. So that's 10 hours a week. I skipped weekends. And I put in that this is the time slot that I'm going to work on my new business because I really could only carve out two hours. That's all I've got. I've got a couple businesses already. So I carved out the time. Because if you really want something, you are going to make time. So you need to go to your calendars right now and carve out that time. If it is before your kids wake up and you have to wake up at four in the morning to do it, then sorry, that's what you're going to have to do. Or if it's when your kids go to bed at night or if it's on your lunch break, carve out two to three hours where you can do three money-making activities. If you can pick three things that if you did over and over again, you knew would generate revenue. You need to do that within that time window and you need to make time. So identify what the three money-making activities are. So if this was a wholesaling business, since most of you guys are listening to me and you're aspiring wholesalers or you are wholesalers, I would argue that your three money-making activities are talking to sellers, making offers to sellers on their homes and following up with the sellers you've made offers to. If you did that for three hours every day, five days a week, you are going to absolutely generate revenue within a couple months. It would be impossible if if you would have to be doing some things wrong if it didn't happen for you. So you need to set that time and hold yourself accountable to doing it. You're also going to need resources. It is okay to sign up for coaching programs like I did for my big business goal. I absolutely, that's the first thing I do when I have a new thing I want to learn in my business or a new business I want to set up. I find someone who's done it before and I pay them to teach me. So you need to gather those resources. So you figure out what money-making activities you actually need to focus on. You might realize that you're focusing on the complete wrong activities, but if you have the right mentor, they will tell you exactly what to focus on and save you a lot of time. And you also need to gather some inspiration for yourself every day. So staying motivated to, you know, holding yourself accountable to achieve that business goal, you need some inspiration because there's only so much willpower that you got, right? Willpower is only going to get you so far. It's a finite resource. You don't have that much of it every day, okay? So you are going to need inspiration. So fill your media up with people that are successfully talking about the business you're in, listen to podcasts. You know, watch YouTube videos on Instagram. Follow all the influencers that are doing the same business you're doing. So you, when you open up your Instagram, it's all you see. It motivates you. Like you want to be just like them. Inspiration is critical. You need to take care of your mind to keep yourself motivated towards that goal. So I, I hope that you know you got something out of this. It's a topic that, you know, I am super passionate about because I have started many businesses. Some businesses I've started or tried out, I I didn't actually end up doing, but I have successfully started a few different businesses. And I'm here to say that these are the tools I used, you know, to do it, to get me, you know, to do the actions necessary to make them profitable, revenue producing businesses. So if you like this one, please make sure you share it with a friend. And if you want to learn how to start your virtual wholesaling business, I want to help you. Make sure you check out www.virtualinvestingmastery.com where I've got an amazing group of students, a great tribe of virtual investors all helping each other. And I am here to help you in your virtual investing journey. And that's it guys. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time.